Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first and actually first episode of the Fickle Beast podcast. Um, sorry about the previous Sunday. I know we were saying we we're going to drop Badger Milk episode one on nine twenty eight of nineteen. Uh, we kind of differed away from that after we edited it. We after we edited it. That sounds really funny. After we edited it and then re-listened to it, we decided that, you know what, we probably shouldn't post that. Not that we, because we were throwing uh, people under the bus, but we were talking about way too much shit. Um, we got really in-depth, and yeah, it was not appropriate. But this is the actual first episode. I have a special guest, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear him. But let's start off with a little bit of introduction and who I am and who my buddies are. But... <clears throat> My name is Rooster Gottschalk. I stand about five foot ten, two hundred and thirty-five pounds. Um, I'm a solid fucking brick. I played hockey for seventeen years of my life. I kind of had to quit because my dad was all hockey, 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 and my mom was all like homework, 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 schoolwork, become a lawyer. Part of me wished that my parents would have got a divorce so I could live with my dad. I probably would have went farther, but I'm just kidding. I love my mother and father. Not really, though. Um, I do. But anyways, my last Friday night consisted of me sucking on some titties, then taking a shit in my pants, flirting with a girl. I've been told that my forearms, when I flex them, look like pregnant cobras. That's not a big deal at all. Keep the change. Um, I have a couple sponsorships in my back pocket that I'd like to give a quick shout-out to. That is uh, Sailor Jerry Spice Rum, Fireball, Bud Light, Tito's Vodka, and Pink Whitney's, and last but not least, horny girls. Those, that's the most important thing in the entire world, horny women, especially moms. Quick little story this summer, finger banged a mom in uh, Coldwater Lake. That's not a big deal. We'll talk about that later when uh, I introduce my special guest, but I'd like to introduce my roommate. He goes by the name of Pretzel Ray. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Pretzel. I'm uh, one-third of the horny gang. Live in the palace with the boys, Rooster and Fonz. Fonz is not here right now. He's currently doing extracurricular activities. Um, yeah, I also played hockey growing up with Rooster and Fonz, and that's how we all got to know each other. But uh, yeah, right now I'm in school, work part-time, get after with the boys. Occasionally I'll slam a beer, crush one on my head like Ogre does, and call it a night. Oh, yeah. Um, give me like one more interesting fact about you, like your size, your weight, like what do you do like when you go out to bars? Like what's your main go-to song if you ever had to happen to come upon karaoke night? Yeah. You know, our, you know, our, our, our main karaoke song probably has to be, we got two that we sing every time we go out. It's I Want It That Way or Everybody by Backstreet Boys, one or the other, or both. Sometimes we'll do both back to back. Back to back. Back to back nights. Back to back in a row. No, that, that's that's big facts right there. We always do. We're always out at fucking Arena Bar and Grill. You can find me wearing a fucking mullet with cowboy boots, either chasing your mom or somebody that's with you but not you. Um, but we do actually have a special guest in town. He's born and raised in the 260, although he does not know his way around town. Um, he lives in Denver, Colorado right now. He's here for a very, very, very special weekend to a very close friend. Coming in at six four, 400 pounds, straight out of the swamps of Colorado, Ogre! Well, cut me a break, it's 402. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, 
I'm Ogre here. I'm born in the 260. Obviously moved to Denver, Colorado about, about a year, year and a half ago. Um, obviously the moms are mucking it up out there. They fucking love me. <laughs> They're fucking out there. They see me at a bar. And next thing you know, they turn. They fucking turn. They start looking at me and they said, what in the fuck is that guy doing? They're just so intrigued they come over. They come over, not even introducing themselves. They just dump their titties out for the boys. I didn't even have to ask. We love to hear it. Um, so, like, what kind of made you want to, I guess, move out to Denver? Yeah, like, why did you want to leave your family and... Yeah. So let's let's really talk about that. So I mean, obviously, graduated college, looking for a job, sitting on the couch one day, drinking a beer, <laughs> sitting on the couch. I turn to my buddy Jared Haas, looks at me and says, "Hey man, I just got a job out here in Denver." I said, "Fucking what? No way. Are they hiring?" He looks at me and says, "Yeah, they're still hiring." He instantly takes his computer and fucking fills out an application for me. I didn't even have to fucking fill out the job application. Submits that shit, next thing you know, I look at my phone and says, interview, interview tomorrow at two. I look at him and I said, interview at fucking two? What the fuck am I gonna get myself into? I look at it, I take the interview, obviously next thing you know, sounds like a good gig to me. I'm just like, all right, Denver, Colorado, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Where the, what, what the fuck is there to do in Fort Wayne? Obviously I got boys, I've got family. I grew up in Fort Wayne. Really haven't left the house. I might as well fucking get away from town and check out this big city called fucking Denver, Colorado. What's there to do in Denver? I start looking up. A lot I, more to do in Fort Wayne, I can tell you that much. True. Th- that, is, that is very true. There's always something to do. There's always a game to go to. There's always a fucking bitch walking down the street. You know, there's a lot of shit to do. I fucking love it. Next thing you know, I wake up and I'm in fucking Denver. I'm at this fucking apartment, fucking five minutes out of downtown, not even knowing what to do. Show up to work first day in fucking Nike shoes. Not even fucking business professional. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing there, but I guess it's okay. 100%. Next question. So what do you do? What's your job that you got? What are you doing? What am I doing? I'm, I'm working in sales. I am talking to contractors. Contractors love it. Contractors love to talk about themselves. And let me get, let me get into something. So you're in the sales. And for everyone that knows you here, all your close friends know you are the biggest, I don't know what word to use here. I want to use salesman, but I want to use mooch or like yes. persuasive person you'll ever meet in your life. You, if you don't, if you're with Ogre, you're getting to the bar for free. If you're with Ogre, you're getting free food. You made a, You even had a steak and shake waitress pay for your food one time. She paid for your meal for you because you fucking dis- – Well, let's back that up. <laughs> she paid for my food and I was hungry again. So she bought my second meal too. <laughs> no, that's big facts, dude. Ogre literally – he will sneak his way into literally anything. I remember we always used to go to the Rusty Spur on a Wednesday night for quarter beers. And you'd walk in like you own the fucking place. It didn't matter. Quarter beer night, and they say, hey, you got to pay $8 covers. I said, hey, no, I'm just paying for the quarter beers. Biggest <laughs> guy in the bar watch past the security guards like it's nothing. They just don't let, they don't care to let them go. I don't know how you do it. I love it. It's, I love it. dude, it's awesome. Confidence. Like, literally, dude, I've seen you walk away with like lottery tickets for free at gas stations. I've seen you literally do 
a lot of shit. But not only do you get lucky about getting free shit, you also get lucky about winning money in the lottery that you got for free. You could get a free $5 ticket and walk away with 30 bucks. Go back in there, take that 30 bucks and turn it in to 200 bucks. Dude, it's it's luck. It's actually five for 100. <laughs> well, regardless of the situation, I hope you pick up what I'm putting down, people. But he is a very lucky nobody and free nobody, guy. Nobody's picking me up. I'm a big boy. Nobody's <laughs> picking me up. They're also not smelling what you're cooking either. Um, are there, is there, since like being away, is like anything you've missed other than like your boys and the family? Like anything at all? The, the atmosphere here? The, the biggest thing I miss about Fort Wayne is the people. Obviously, Denver's a great place. Denver's a great place, but the people aren't there. Yeah. If all the boys were in Denver, all the family was in Denver. It'd be a fucking riot. It'd be one fucking hell of a show. I mean, do you guys got a lot of crazy fucking stories here that like make shit. the news and I shit? I saw a fucking guy one time try to rip a fucking Uber's door off, and next thing you know, that fucking Uber skirts the fuck out of the skirts the fuck out of there, hits two people on the way. Next thing you know, I look at fucking ABC News and it's all over the news. I mean, that's dude, that's crazy. You don't see that kind of shit in Fort Wayne. The only things you get here are like drunk people trying to fight each other at C Street or flashbacks. Well, the only thing you get in fucking Fort Wayne is fucking mullet man drinking his fucking beer. That's me. Thank you very much. And honestly, you know, speaking of speaking of mullets, I bet there's a lot of people out there that wonder why they call me fucking rooster. There is probably a lot of people that wonder that. Yeah, that's a very true. Good point. Why don't you elaborate a little bit? No, yeah, thank you. I'll give you guys two stories, and you tell me which one's the true one. Okay, I'm at PCB 2015 with the boys. We're buzzing. Let me give a quick shout-out to the boys. Ogre, who's sitting to my right. Ogre, who's sitting to my right. We had DJ Schaefer. We had Nick and Dylan Janiszewski. We had Tyler Grundin, and we also had my boy Pete Twitch. Um, you know, we're all fucking, we're doing our thing. I, I might be doing some fucking pills, smoking some, smoking some tree, drinking obviously all day. I mean, we woke up, we did five shots within the first five seconds of being up. It's crazy. Falling our stars, full volume. But we, we stayed in the seven, we stayed on the 17th floor at the legacy right on the beach in PCB. We were about four miles away from like the holiday Inn and all like the main concert, like main club scenes. Um, but we'd walk, we'd walk there fucking drunk with a backpack full of fucking liquor bottles and fucking cases of beer. And, you know, we got back to our hotel. I don't know how. No, you'd Uber everywhere, everywhere. or drive a fucking car that you had no idea whose it was. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, we got back to the legacy somehow. But all I do is I remember getting hit by a fucking Fago bottle. Walking on the side of the road, hard as fuck. I thought I broke my ribs. I was like, I just need ogre right now, man. He'll love me and cuddle me, but that's another story for another episode. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know what? I, we got home, and I was like, dude, shave my fucking head, dude. Like, make it look cool. Give me a fucking mullet, man. And you and Grunin actually had this fucking mullet looking good, like sharp as fuck. Like, I was about to wheel a fucking 12 out of a 10. And I'm not talking Richter scale either. <laughs> I'm- <laughs> But um, DJ Schaefer comes fucking hobbling in after hanging out with people from the uh, University of Kentucky. Shout out University of Kentucky. But, you know, he was like, you know what? He's like, I got steady hands. I can give you fucking the Patty Kane lines. I said, all right, dude, I want three lines on the side, on both sides of my head. Gradually make them smaller. He's like, yeah, dude, I got you. I got you. He put that fucking razor flat down on my head 
and shaved a three-inch bald spot all the way across the side of my head. That motherfucker had a bald fucking head. Bald fucking head. Um, and, dude, it was... You guys ever seen a Band-Aid? <laughs> that fucker was a width of a fucking Band-Aid on the side of his head. It ain't no fucking stripes. It was a Band-Aid. Dude, it was fucking... Dude, it was the most brutal thing I've ever seen my entire life. I was like, dude, we can't do anything about this. I'm fucked up. So I went to sleep on it. I slept on it. I dreamt about it. Damn near had a nightmare about it. I woke up. I was like, I can't be going out in public like this, dude. Like, just shave both sides of my head. And, you know, I had long hair on the top and the side and the back. At that point, we've got some girl down the, down the way. So she says, she says, oh, I used to do hair. She fuck if she did. Her boyfriend was oh, throwing fuck up. Fuck if she did. Dude. You look like a goddamn chicken with a fucking head cut off. Dude, like... This girl had no idea what she was doing, dude. She made it worse. My haircut, she made it worse. But the thing that was the worst actually about this situation is her fucking boyfriend or fiance or random one night stand hookup was throwing up barbecue chicken pizza in her fucking sink without the garbage disposal on. She's giving me a haircut and this guy's yakking fucking meat up. Like, what does he expect us to do? Take it out of the fucking sink and just put it in the oven and make it and have it for dinner? <laughs> like, no shit. I puke it up. I want to eat it again. Like... No, but so then we ended up shaving both sides of my head and I have long hair on the top and the back of my head and um, Peyton Twitchell was like, dude, you look like a fucking rooster. And I remember calling uh, two of our great girlfriends at the time, Karen and Karen. And dude, they were like, you look like a fucking carrot that just got pulled out of the ground. I said, thank you so much, man. Like, that's really, that's a great compliment. I've never had a great compliment like that in my entire life. You know, I get back, I rock it. I remember going to Thanksgiving, rocking a fucking mullet. Um, but that's the first story. And then the second story is my mom was a chain smoker and my dad was a fucking alcoholic and I was born with a fucking mullet. So you tell me which story with those is, the, is like the truth. But anyway, moving on. Um, you know, I kind of want to get into something a little bit more depth. So like I was saying, I kind of like want to get into something a little bit more in depth. Um, I'm going to talk about like the friendship that Ogre and Pretzel and everybody, like we all share, like us three. I mean, we've all been like really good friends since damn near almost the beginning of time. Not really though. Me and Preston more maybe just because I played hockey with him for a lot longer than I've known Ogre. Um, but I remember like the first time I've ever really gained respect with Ogre was when he was my very first hockey fight that I've ever got my ass beat in. I mean, everybody since then, I've, I've completely fucking demolished. I mean, black eyes, broken noses, put them in the back of a hearse, you name it. But I remember we were junior of our high school career. We were playing for the Carroll Chargers. And no no coach was on the ice. Dustin Vega wasn't even like on the ice with us. We were like the captains and the assistant captains like were running the show and Obviously, the fucking the rich guy McBain was watching. It was, a, it was a summer skate. It was a summer skate. Was it actually? It was a summer skate because the prior week, the prior week you had, uh, you and your brother had gone out at center ice. Yeah. Okay, I do remember that. Shout out my little brother Rooster Junior. Yeah. So you guys had gone on at center ice. You were talking big and bad and how tough you were for beating you up for your little brother. <laughs> so you're just talking shit, talking shit. Next thing you know, I uh, looked at you and I said, hey, Roost, why don't you go ahead and fight me? 
said, you save it for the next fucking open scrimmage. And that's like, yeah, that's... You, that you looked at me, you, you looked at me. Like, I sized you up. Is this little fucker, is this big fucker? What the fuck is this? Why is he sizing me up? Yeah, I'm, I'm sizing up Ogre. And I said, all right, we'll go out at next open skate the following week. Right following at the end week, of the scrimmage. Right goes around. I'm talking shit the whole time. Same. I'm talking shit the whole time. What are we going to do it? He looked at me. Oh, a little bit too in his eye. Looking at me. Still looking at me. Finally, the next thing he says, we both say, fuck it. Let's do it. We drop the gloves, center eyes, and tell him what happens. You guys go helmets off? Yeah, helmets off. Helmets off. off. Like before, tarps off. Tarps off. Tarps off. Tarps off. Big dogs. Big like, dogs. Like before we even threw a punch, we were like, all right, drop a stick, drop the gloves, unbuckle the helmets, let's fucking go. Like, let's make this a fucking blood scene, a war path. Let's go back down the fucking the World War II era. And, you know, Ogre's a lot bigger than me. He might look like fucking like a little klutz sometimes, like when you guys see him out of the bar, not just because he's fucked up. Or fat. <laughs> or fat. But he's just a big guy. He's a fucking klutz sometimes. Sometimes he, he trips over a shoelace that hangs an inch lower than his ankle. Um, but, he, yeah, like I said, he's a big guy. So I'm like, I'm throwing up. I mean, like, I'm punching up towards you. You're punching down towards me. You got a lot more momentum. And I guarantee, I remember his We're very first punch. Your very first punch broke my fucking nose, dude. I mean, I was gushing. I don't even think I landed one good headshot on you at all. I think they're all, like, in the shoulder pads. You, you kept throwing. You kept throwing. I, I do give you a lot of credit for it. You kept throwing. I just kept fucking put my shoulder up, put my shoulder up, put my shoulder up, put my shoulder up. Next thing you know, I take a swing at you. I'm just fucking hitting the back of the head. That very first punch, you didn't know what to expect. No, I didn't. I was like, okay, I can beat this guy's ass, dude. He's a fucking clutch. I, I see the way he skates. No, Ogre's a strong fucker, dude. Big boy. He's a big fucking boy. He's like a farm boy. We're still swinging at each other. He might, he may have a broken nose at this point, but he ain't going down without a fucking fight. No. This motherfucker ain't going down without a fucking fight. I remember him swinging, swinging, swinging. Hit me in the back of the head. Well, okay, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. Swinging, swinging, swinging. Next thing you know, you see this motherfucker running out of the middle of the ice. This fucker, this motherfucker, this, this, not even a coach. Not even a coach. A fucking player's dad. A player's dad's running out on the fucking ice saying, stop this, stop this, stop this. You guys are on the same team. You're on the same goddamn team. This is over. We're, we're, it's done today. Go to the locker room. Dude, and I remember our fucking actual head coach, because he was like on vacation or something. I don't know. It was summer skates, like you said. He came back the following week, and he pulled me and you aside, and he's like, so what the fuck is this I hear about you guys fucking dropping the mitts? I said, coach, it's done. Like, we just didn't like each other right away. It's done. It's settled. We're going to have a fucking hell of a season, so let's fucking strap up the buckets, lace up the laces, and put the tape on the socks. Let's fucking go get a state championship. That's fucking right. Next thing you know, me, Rue. Coach, we're all looking at each other. We're like, we're laughing at how that fuck ran on the ice. <laughs> like, he's like, so he, Karen's dad actually came out on the ice. I said, he actually walked his fucking stubby ass out on the ice. He was like, way to go, Paul. <laughs> way to go, Paul. Slap his fucking ring finger on the glass, shatters it. Um, but, I mean, Pressel and I, we also go fucking way back, too. I mean, I played hockey with this kid for. A long, long fucking time. And, um, yeah. Like, his dad was my, he was my physical training coach for a little bit. Like, he taught me how to, like, properly make contact with somebody along the fucking boards or open eyes. He literally told me my destination for being an ice hockey player 
is to fucking kill somebody. He didn't give a fuck, dude. I mean, his, his thighs are the size of a fucking tree trunk. And that's kind of like how I got into Preston. And Preston, like, wasn't the, he wasn't the biggest guy. Like, he's not as, he was a lot smaller than he is today. That's for fucking sure. No one's as big as younger. I wasn't that big. Um, but yeah, me and Preston, we go way back. I mean, our dads were great friends, always talking shit about us, about how fucking off we were at hockey. And coach, coach Olinger, baby, Mike Olinger. Fucking Mike Olinger, man. That goes, yeah. Um, but honestly, you know, I'm gonna let Nick and Preston, you know, I mean, let, let's hear some of like, your guys' stories because obviously you guys were went to the same high school and all that shit, played on the same team for a little bit. So let's hear something. I, I'm gonna start with the one. So Ogre and I have been boys way since back when we were little little guys, little Ogre. And uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite stories about me and Ogre, it was just us two. That's why it's so funny. Uh, just me and him, we ended up going with a bunch, I guess we were with a bunch of people, but we went with a bunch of people to the Luke Bryan concert, this farm tour that he does every year. And uh, we're both just belligerent, having a good time. Just oh, oh, this is another back to back to how back to how ogre mooches his way and he literally mooched his way into this concert. Didn't even pay to get in. Cut the line. Didn't even have a ticket and got in. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I had told them that my my ticket uh, the barcode wasn't working and they said yeah, just come on in. Didn't, didn't even didn't even double check and just let him write on a fifty dollar ticket. But anyways, we're we get inside finally. We're tailgating all before that. We get inside. Waiting, waiting. He, Luke Bryan finally comes on. We're real close to the stage, like probably 15, 20 feet away. Like we were really close to him. Remember that? Oh yeah, Luke Bryan pretty much touched our hand. We're we're close. I was a fangirl, and uh, we're up real close in front. And Ogre's standing next to me, and he's like, "Dude, I gotta piss." I'm like, "Like, all right, well, I'm go piss then." He's like, "Dude, come with me." I'm like, "I'm not moving right here. I'm not moving from this spot." He said, "I ain't fucking leaving. I ain't fucking leaving." <laughs> I was not about to get up and lose that spot because he just came on like sang one song, and uh, Ogre goes up, "Fuck it, all right," and just pulls his dick out right there in front of everybody, like people all around him. It was dark out, but there's people everywhere around him. Just pulls his pants down, <laughs> does not matter. Starts peeing. Probably got about ten people wet, like splashing everywhere. It got me wet. I was pissed. I had to move out of the way for a minute. I'm like, I knew what you were doing. No one else really knew what was going on. <laughs> this guy is so drunk when he's pissing, he falls straight backwards onto the ground and pees all over his pants and his shirt is just covered in his own The rest of the night I'm blaming people for dumping their beer all over me. <laughs> so at that point, I'm like laughing hard and he gets up, he's like, oh shit, I'm covered in piss. So he gets up and he, I, at that point he kind of, I don't know, I, th- I don't know if you thought you should... uh Go clean yourself up or what? But you got up and left. Anyways, you, know, you should have gone to the bathroom at that point. You already, you already left. So he gets up and leaves. And I think you were gone for like an hour. Probably an hour at least. Like the, I found you when the concert was almost over. Or probably, I think I found you when it was over. And you want to tell everyone what happened to you in this story. I don't I didn't so, believe this until the end. Obviously, you could all pretty tell like I was pretty, 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 pretty like drunk. I was wasted at this point, so I'm not too sure what really happened. But P-Ray catches me fucking leaving the fucking, like, VIP area. He's looking all over for me, looking all over for me. Next thing you know, he sees me inside this fence with, like, a fucking RV. And I guess I had gotten in. Couldn't tell you how I got in. 
P-Ray tells me the next morning, yeah, everybody knew you as Luke Bryan's cousin. I said, what the fuck? I said, I vaguely remember being inside that RV, but I have no idea what happened. Go ahead and tell him. I got out of the, uh, I ended up finding him and he goes, I'm like, dude, where were you? Where were you at? And he goes, I said, I just came out of that trailer. They got free booze and free food. And it was, it was great. They had so much free shit in there. I was eating everything and drinking everything. I was like, what the fuck was that? He said, I was Luke Bryan's tour bus. I said, what the fuck? And then he goes, yeah, I was just got in for free. I told everyone I was his cousin. And then I didn't believe him. I was like, no way you were in there. Like I, I didn't see him walk out directly, but like he was close enough to where I, I was like, okay, it could have happened. And then we're walking to our car as we're actually like leaving. And we're just, it's a huge ass cornfield. It took us like 30 minutes to find our car. But as we're walking to our car, some lady yells out of her minivan. goes, look, that's Luke Bryan's cousin. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. Like this actually happened. I didn't believe it until that, that moment. But yeah, that's one of my favorite ogre stories right there. Now, introducing to the stage, all the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana. He may be wearing a Ball State shirt right now. He may love his brother. He is Rooster fucking Jr., the second surprise guest we've all been hiding. Here he is, live in the podcast, episode one, Badger Milk. Come here, Rooster Jr., take a seat. Take a seat. Go get in the hot seat. Go so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> over here's fucking hitting the jewel, losing his shit. So, I was about to wrap up this podcast. It's about to be 30 minutes long. And fucking literally out of nowhere, just like when he was born, my brother walks through the fucking my front door. He wants to get an interview with the podcast. Who knew Rooster had it in him? Throw two special guests in the first episode called Badger Milk with the Fickle B side G. Shit. Here he is, Rooster Gottschalk. Rooster Gottschalk, tell us a little bit of something that we don't know about you. Let people know who you are, what you want to be. Like, come on. I mean, you're not Rooster. You're Rooster Jr. You're Chalk Sauce Chalk 97. I mean, tell us a little bit. What do you do? What's your name, number, occupation, your DOB, your uh, BMI? Like, let us like, like, let's know a little bit about you. <laughs> you know, he's I'm, not, I'm not sure who's gonna be listening to this, but uh, my real name's Wyatt. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Yo, he's just a little shy. He's not drinking. He's sober. Um, I mean, tell me something. Like, tell me a funny fact about you. Maybe your penis size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My ball. <laughs> yeah, tell that. Yeah, tell that. Tell that. Tell that. I'm 22 years old. My tell balls still have not dropped. Uh, <laughs> that sex is kind of awkward for me, but uh, you definitely get it done. It gets it gets the job done. The sack is flapping. Um, I got a, like a real serious, and I want an honest answer from you. You know what I mean, like. You're obviously my brother. I've known you basically my whole life. I mean, I was alive for a little bit before I knew you. I mean, we're 17 months apart. Mom and dad hated us growing up. But, like, was I, like, a good role model for you? Like, did you learn anything from me? Like, <laughs> give me a compliment. <laughs> like, did you, like, tell me a little bit. Like, how was it being raised with me? 
It was good. Uh, <laughs> I got my ass beat a lot. Yeah. Uh, as far as role model go. What's that? We actually talked about that. Beating my ass. Him beating your ass in the eyes. And then being overfought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Long time ago. That's when me and Ogre first met. Really? Yeah, that was uh, open summer skate. Me and you fought the weekend before. I don't even know why you were practicing with Carl High School. It's not when we first met. Oh, yeah, it's not, but... It's when we first gained respect. Yes. But role model-wise, like... I mean, obviously, you know, I wouldn't look at me as a role model right now. I go to arena <laughs> three, three, three too many times a week. <laughs> uh, but as far as role models goes, I would say I looked up to you most when you were playing on Ron Leeds hockey team. Yeah, no, I was a fucking dog to play against there. I swear to God. Um, welcome, Hadley. But you know, I mean, you're you're always gonna be my fucking younger brother. I mean, you 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 know, I always have your back. Not just me, but Preston, the Fonz, the Ogre. I mean, he might be throwing hands through Facetime in Colorado, but he's got your back too. Um, but I've heard you started recently taking what is it called, like swarms, swarms? <laughs> what the fuck's that about? You trying to get swarm? What is? What is it? Sarms. Sarms. Oh shit, my bad. Why? Are you, aren't you too big already? <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to get bigger. Dude, that, that's what I did. Yeah, he's fucking running low on tea. I mean, we call him the bunnies for a reason. <laughs> too much sex. <laughs> Jesus. These are my testosterone, gotta. Oh my god. <clears throat> but, Y and I, we're like, we're almost the complete opposite. He's more like chilled, relaxed, more serious. Um,. Honestly, probably better looking. I highly doubt that, though. I've been told differently by a couple moms that are drunk off of Jack Daniels and Cokes. But, no, yeah, he doesn't really go out a whole lot. He's kind of, like, a more, like, independent, likes doing, like, cute romantic things for his girlfriend. Maybe he goes see, like, the new Rambo movie live. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) You want to say that online or not? No. Oh, a new guest. No. no, we're only taking two guests right now. He said no. If you want to, Goose, you can be on it. Not right now. Not right now. She says she's not drinking. How do you, how do you go about editing all this? Editing? Well, if we make it good like we have been, I don't edit a single thing. But our first episode... Um, sorry to give you guys a little flashback, but our first episode was, like, extremely bad. Like, we were talking about, like, sacks and balloon knots and... People's balloon knots. Balloon knots. What's that? A brown eye. A butthole. Oh, I got you. I've never heard it called balloon knot. Uh, a balloon knot? Yeah. I mean, have you ever looked at a balloon knot before? It's. You got the ridges and shit. Like, I mean, I get it. Now yeah, you okay, say yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. sense, but. Fonz went all the way to calling it to a, the end of a hot dog. We, we just got way too in-depth, and we kind of, like, had to just cut it out. We were, yeah, way too in-depth. Because anyone can listen to this. Anybody can listen to it. And we really? weren't necessarily, like, throwing people under the bus. Oh, dude, this shit's going to be on the podcast app on the iPhone. It's going to be fucking huge. Joe Rogan's a, a special guest, episode 7. Ha, ha, ha. He's a... He's Joe Rogan. He's, got, yeah. he's like the most famous podcast. He, he's also known as the Fear Factor. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's a special guest for episode seven, which is uh, it's called uh, 
Bud Light. But sorry to throw you guys into the future like that. But is there anything else you like you want to say? I know this was kind of like a short introduction, but I mean, what else you want to say about yourself? Anything at all? I mean, give me like a, give me a funny time. I I could definitely share a lot of stories with you, and if you want me to, I'll go in depth. Do we need nothing? Do we do that? Do you want me to go in depth with some of the stories we, we can share? I just don't want to embarrass you through a mic because I'm ready to roast your ass. <laughs> Bring that bathtubs. Yeah, bathtubs and victory. <laughs> no, we'll go to the bathtub. No. Why? Say that for episode four. Episode four. Five. Five. Or never. Sorry, y'all. Sorry to cut y'all short, but this we're gonna be ending up the uh, the first episode of uh, Ficklebee's Instagram. Follow us. <laughs> this is called Badger Milk. Um, I don't think there's anything really else I need to clarify. I mean, shout out to Ogre from coming all the way home from Denver just for this podcast. I mean, nothing else. Literally, I mean, it's not like you're in a wedding or anything, but thank you for coming. Yeah, Figgleby flew it. Uh, flew him out here for free. He had first first class on Delta. Did you? Did he really? Yeah, we flew him out here. <laughs> did you really? Chalk says. No, he was uh, he was first class. Just because we didn't Uber you over here for free. <laughs> Damn it, Kutrov should have scored that. It's not even Tampa Bay. But um, and also shout out to Rooster Junior, aka Chalk Sauce Chalk ninety seven. He's a fucking fickle beast. But yeah, we're we're tuning out, y'all. Thank you for uh, listening. It's been a good hour. Hope we made you guys laugh, pee your pants, maybe cry a little bit. Preston, Ogre, Chalk Sauce, China, signing out.